1: This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup.
0: City workers get ready for a full COVID vaccine requirement.
2: Mayor de Blasio to announce a vaccine mandate for all city workers, including police and firefighters. I'm Marla Diamond at City Hall.
3: Remembering the men killed during the Rockland County Brinks heist. This incident that occurred 40 years ago obviously greatly changed the county. I'm Sean Adams in
1: Nyack. There are new business opportunities across the board in healthcare. We'll get the latest on that from Joe Connolly.
0: In sports, the Astros beat the Red Sox to even the ALCS at two games apiece.
1: It's the Morning News Roundup. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day. Morning, I'm Wayne Cabot.
0: I'm Linda Lopez. We're expecting Mayor de Blasio to announce a full vaccine mandate for all city workers today. No testing option, and that includes NYPD officers and firefighters. WCBS reporter Marla Diamond joining us live now from City Hall with the latest. Marla.
2: Good morning, Linda and Wayne. Currently, only those who work in the public schools are required to have at least one dose of the vaccine. Now, all 300,000 city workers will have to get their first shot by November 1st if they want to keep their jobs, according to the New York Post. It's a move long considered by Mayor de Blasio, who has touted the success of mandates in bringing up the city's vaccination rate, which is 83% for municipal workers overall, but just 59% for the FDNY you <laughs> and 69% for the NYPD and concerns are being raised that a vaccine mandate may reduce the ranks of the city's first responders. Police Commissioner Dermot Shea citing the virus's deadly toll on his department has supported a vaccine mandate, but the head of the police benevolent association, Pat Lynch, has said the vaccine is a medical decision that his members must make with their doctors. We are expecting to hear the details of the new mandate from the mayor this morning, who will make the announcement on the morning cable news programs and then again at his daily COVID briefing at 10. Linda and Wayne.
1: Marla, thank you. A video that's gone viral shows an unmasked NYPD officer pushing a masked commuter out of a subway station. This happened at the 8th Street subway station yesterday morning. The masked commuter got off the W train and saw a couple of officers on the platform not wearing masks, a sight that he says is pretty common on his morning commute. He took out his cell phone, began recording, and asked the cops to follow the rules and wear the mask. He says eventually one of the officers grabbed him by the collar and forced him out of the station, saying that he was being disruptive. The NYPD says it is investigating internally.
0: Well, the two men running to become New York City's next mayor face off in their first debate tonight. Democrat, Democrat Eric Adams, the Brooklyn Borough President and former New York City Police Captain, goes up against Curtis Sliwa, the founder of the Guardian Angels and radio commentator. Democrats out- outnumber Republicans in the city 7 to 1. That gives Adams the huge advantage in the upcoming election. The debate airs tonight on Channel 4 at 7 p.m.
1: A deli worker was killed last night after being stabbed during an argument with a customer. This was in East Harlem about 1130 last night. Family members say the customer was asking for store credit and the worker refused. And the dispute continued then onto the deli sidewalk, which is when the suspect pulled out what police believe was a knife and stabbed the 34-year-old worker who was pronounced dead at New York Presbyterian. And police are still trying to find the suspect.
0: Well, in Rockland today, they're marking 40 years since the fatal Brinks robbery in Nyack. Our Sean Adams spoke to a man who was a young police officer who responded to those murders. Good morning, Sean.
3: The Rockland Brinks heist 40 years ago was not just a robbery, it was an act of domestic terrorism by anti-government militants who intended to kill police. The Black Liberation Army and the Weather Underground joined forces in this plot. BLA members with M16s murdered Brinks guard Peter Page at the Nanuet Mall. They stole $1.6 million, concealed in the back of a U-Haul truck, the getaway vehicle, They ambushed Nyack Sergeant Edward O'Grady and Officer Waverly Brown when they went to investigate near the thruway in Nyack. Rockland County Under Sheriff Robert Van Cura.
1: Going to the scene on Mountain View Avenue shortly after, uh, you know, helping to uh, contain the crime scene and then going to Nyack Hospital, finding out that Ed O'Grady and Chipper Brown, two men that I knew and respected and admired, uh, had lost their lives was uh, a shock to somebody who was just starting a police career. And it's something that, you know, I've carried with me every day since.
3: He says the Brinks murders forever changed Rockland County, altered police tactics and shattered the relative sense of safety
1: and security in this sleepy suburban community. Wayne, Linda. Sean, thank you. And more about what happened 40 years ago today at the Nanuet Mall in our 88 Seconds and Sound coming right up. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Let's go to the Weather Center and leave the jacket behind today, Craig Allen. Definitely for the afternoon, for sure. Right now, even this morning, it's about uh, 8 to 10 degrees, if not a little more, warmer than it was yesterday, 24 hours ago at this time. So 57 in the city. It was 47. Today's high will get up to around 75, and then tonight will be fair and mild with lows near 60 in the city, 50s in the suburbs. By the way, 75, if Islip hits 75, that's a record, and uh, I believe... Uh, Bridgeport's record for today, 75. Might be tough for the city. The record is 80, but uh, certainly is going to feel nice and warm for the afternoon in the sunshine. Tomorrow it'll be in the mid and upper 70s again, but then it starts cooling down. Friday clouds, some sun, a little bit cooler, 65 to 70, and even cooler for the weekend. But 57 again, humidity 62%, and a west wind at 8. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup.
0: And stock futures up a little higher this morning. Dow futures up about eight points right now.
1: And there are some new business opportunities out there all across the board in healthcare. And Joe Connolly is here with that. Joe.
3: All right. And good morning to all of you in healthcare who start early and listen now. So here's a clip from tomorrow morning's WCBS business breakfast with leading New York startups investor Kevin Ryan on just some of the new business opportunities in healthcare.
0: We're investing a lot. We've just announced
1: last week, a $100 million dedicated healthcare fund. I'm seeing huge opportunities in the healthcare space. It's an enormous part of our system, but as we all know, as consumers can be very inefficient. So whether or not you are paying for your surgery, someone's paying for that surgery and it's extraordinarily expensive, takes a lot of time. Uh, We have have bad numbers on opioid addiction. We have bad numbers on life expectancies, on suicides, and all these are medical problems in some ways. So, for example, we have companies that are looking at meth addiction. We have companies trying to lower the cost of health care. We have companies trying to lower the cost of musculoskeletal care, reduce the amount of surgery.
3: Kevin Ryan of Valley Corp is also an investor in Nomad Health of Manhattan, run by a doctor, which finds new jobs for medical professionals. The free WCBS Dime Community Bank Business Breakfast is tomorrow morning at 9 at WCBS880.com. It's 45 minutes long and is full of insights to give you business ideas.
1: Joe, thank you. It's the Morning News Roundup. Our 88 Seconds in Sound next. Nursing Home Abuse, call 1-800-ELDERLY, 1-800-ELDERLY, or kgkfirm.com. It's the Morning News Roundup. I'm Wayne Cabot.
0: I'm Linda Lopez. Your three things to know right now. One, a UN-backed study has found that the world needs to cut by more than half its production of coal, oil, and gas in the coming decade to even maintain a chance of keeping global warming from reaching dangerous levels.
1: You tell us this in a day we're supposed to hit 75 degrees and even warmer tomorrow. President Biden is scaling back his big government overhaul plans. He's told lawmakers he wants a $2 trillion package with at least $500 billion to tackle climate change and middle class priorities. He's negotiating down from his $3.5 trillion plan with both progressives and centrist Democrats.
0: And three, it's time now for our 88 Seconds in Sound from 40 years ago today. A deadly crime that's still in the headlines. Clarkson Police.
2: Yeah, I have a problem at Nanuet
1: National Mall. Our armored truck was shot at. 1981. I'm Tim Shell at the Nanuet Mall. It seemed like a normal shopping Tuesday shortly before 4 o'clock.
0: We heard four shots. I saw the um, Brinks truck sitting there with um, yeah. three bullet holes through the windshield. Daniel West National Bank in the mall, somebody shot at an armored car.
1: As the guards opened the back of the truck, they were ambushed by four men with various handguns, rifles, and semi-automatic shotguns.
0: They got a guy wounded, and somebody's been hit. an ambulance, sir. Step it
3: up, please. About ten feet away from me, the body of a Brinks guard that was killed in the
1: shootout. Brinks guard Peter Page was killed by counter-revolutionaries who long ago fell off law enforcement radar. The Black Liberation Army from the 60s joined the Weather Underground to rob the Brinks truck, justified, they would later say, to avenge what society stole from their enslaved ancestors. And it might have ended there with a getaway theft of $1.6 million. But only minutes later, police got a phone call. Hello,
0: my name's
1: a 19-year-old girl, looking out her window, saw something at the parking lot behind the Corvette store, half a mile away. That red van is behind Corvette. People throwing bags of money into a U-Haul. We're going to pull up a U-Haul truck. Uh, it's going to enter the throughway here. Do you have a description of the people? These would be the last words heard by Nyack police officers Waverly Brown and Ed O'Grady. We'll have to make sure
3: he doesn't get on a thruway ramp. Just make sure that U-Haul truck doesn't get on a thruway, Brian. It was on
1: that throughway ramp at Route 59 where a second gunfight rang out.
0: The guys just came all out firing, snuck up behind the cop and shot him in the back as what we saw was a machine gun.
1: Both Officer Waverly Brown and Sergeant Edward O'Grady were very popular in the village of Nyack. That report from the news team at WRKL Radio, including Tim Sheld, who would later report for and become news director of WCBS 880. The officers who died on the job are remembered every day in a roadside memorial at that ramp. One man who survived the attack, the Brinks guard Joseph Trombino, would later die on 9-11. One legacy we still feel today, aside from the questions of parole and imprisonment for the guilty, the trial cost Rockland so much money to prosecute, including unprecedented security, it had to impose the first county sales tax, which still exists, in a sense making all of Rockland pay for that crime from 1981. This is October 20th.
2: The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day.